This is Chad Brashears, and you're listening to Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast. This podcast is creating a behind-the-scenes look with athletic coaches, mental coaches, and life coaches as we try to give you new ways, thoughts, and ideas to better your life. My goal is for you to discover what's possible in your own life. Whether you wish to create an amazing career or you're looking to solve specific issues within your life, these episodes will give you the tools you need to take your life to the next level. Now allow yourself a break from everyday chaos and let us step into your world and help you become a better version of yourself each day. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast. We are exactly 620 days since our last post and our last recording, and a lot has happened since then, but I really wanted to start my podcast back up because to me, there are so many things that are going on in our world right now that we need mental coaching, we need life coaching, and we need a way to find a better version of ourselves every single day, and that is the goal that I'm trying to get out of this podcast for others. So let's just kick this thing off. It is Valentine's Day, February the 14th, 2023. Looking forward to finally getting back into some things and talking about things that I think I can pass along to others. Let's talk about Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is one of those days that I always looked at as a time you get chocolate flowers, you know, maybe some Valentine little gifts here at school as I see them being passed around from student to student. But if you're in a relationship and you have to wait till Valentine's Day to get flowers or candy or take your significant other out to dinner, I'm just going to be honest with you. You're failing. That relationship is not healthy. It's not good at all. If you're not dating your significant other every single day, and if you're not treating every single day like it's Valentine's Day, a surprise flower here, an edible arrangement there, a little note on the pillow or the bedside table, a little cup of coffee here or there, if you're not doing that stuff every single day, I'm just going to be honest with you, you are not doing your job, especially from my perspective as a male in a relationship. Because you need to treat your significant other as if she is the best thing that's ever happened to you. Because at the end of the day, she is going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. Because she's going to be the one that gives you confidence. She's going to be the one that you can go home to frustrated at nighttime. Who's going to listen to you. Who's going to care about what's going on in your life. And by doing that and having that, you become the best version of yourself. And when you become the best version of yourself you are by far the best version for everybody else, including your kids. My entire life, I've been told, put others first, put others first. That's a misnomer, and I'm just going to be completely honest with you. If you don't put you first and take care of you, you will never have enough energy to take care of others. Our first episode is going to be about living your best life, and it's something that I'm really passionate about because Up until about four years ago, I was not living my best life at all. Matter of fact, I didn't even know what my best life looked like. I'm going to give you a snapshot of what I think a best life should look like and give you some things to think about that would be very helpful for you to possibly live your best life. You know, every weekend, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I have a 90-minute drive two times. So with my oldest, Mia, living with me full-time and my youngest, Kate, living with her mom full-time over two hours away, 
we meet 45 minutes in Winchester, Virginia, drop off and pick up. So I'm either driving back by myself or I'm driving back with two or it's just me and I. But in those times where I'm in the car for 90 minutes, I can just kind of daydream. And if you know me, you know I'm a daydreamer. And I have a chance to think a lot about what the best life looks like and what it should look like. And how can you have your best life fit what you want to accomplish on a daily basis? When we come back right after this, I'm going to start getting into what best lives look like and the excitement that I have of hoping I can help you live your best life. We will be back right after this. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never in My Wildest Dream podcast. Looking forward to kicking off this episode about your best life. And it comes down to choices for me. And it's astounding that when you make certain choices and you think of yourself in a different way and the life that you want to create, it gets me thinking a lot about what some of us do not to live our best lives, not to step into that full version of 4K life that we're really looking to live. But that includes positive and negative. But it's so alive. And a lot of people don't understand that negativity is a part of life. And it is something that, okay, it's going to have the same brightness of an LED light that your positive is. It's how you handle the brightness of the negativity is going to change the direction and the trajectory of your life. I've come to realize this, that when we want to live our lives and we want to be all out in fire and excitement, everything's going positive, positive. We got to be willing to grind out the pain. We got to be willing to have hearts broken, fail, struggle, because if you don't have those things, heartbreak, failing, losing, as a former coach, losing is a big one. You know, I don't want my kids to lose. Put us in the weakest tournament so we can get a win. Well, really, what are we doing for ourselves? Because when you have failure, it determines who you are and what you're truly made of. And no, this is not an easy task. It's not something people are even comfortable talking about. Everybody says, oh, I understand if you fail and you struggle, just bounce back. Failing is part of life. I've taught for the last two years. I've been involved in youth, sports. For the last 18 years, we do not allow this generation that we are raising to fail. And by not allowing them to fail, we are inevitably failing ourselves as the leaders of them. Because they're never going to know what it's like to have adversity and to fight through it. So they never really find out what they're truly made of. And that's a big piece for me. You know, we can find all the nooks and crannies areas of our life that were not yet healed up. And I did that. And I did it through therapy. You want to talk about the hardest thing in your life? Sit down in front of a therapist for two hours. After you get dropped off because your ass is going to therapy because you're told this is what's going to be best for you. I tried therapy for a long time prior to sitting in front of my current therapist that I have now that I've been seeing since January of 2020, we just passed our three-year mark last month. 
two times a week, knocking it out. It, it's different now, but it still gets me back to point zero every single time I go in and sit down on his couch or I get on the phone with him because telehealth is now something that we're able to do. But you want to find out who you are? Open up Pandora's box to somebody and tell them all the shit that's bad about you. All the stuff you're embarrassed about. All the stuff you really, really don't want other people to know about. Because when you're capable of doing that, you're finally going to start healing as a human being. Exhausting? People say, sometimes you look exhausted, Chad. I am exhausted. Not because I'm running rampant or, or anything like that. It's because my mind is constantly going. I teach, try to be a great father to Mia and Kate, try to help others when I can. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to be the best version of myself. And when I'm doing that and becoming that, you go to therapy, it's exhausting. It is not easy to do that type of stuff. And when we don't take care of ourselves, we're never going to have our best life because we'll always be exhausting. You want to requires a lot and people have no idea is buffering. The resistance you put up, that requires more energy. Why? Because you're lying to yourself and to others. If you're honest with yourself, and you can literally just dump it out there. Man, life's a lot easier. Is it scary? Absolutely. Are you vulnerable? 100%. But if you can be completely raw and comfortable that way, the buffering, the BS goes away. And that makes you the best version of you because you are comfortable in your own skin. You always get asked these questions, right, growing up. You like your job, your relationship, your home, anything nagging or bothering you. Does everybody love their job every single day they get up and go to work? Probably not. Can you find the best things in your job every single day when you go to work? Absolutely. Are you going to have challenges? 100%. Relationship, same thing. You have to fight every day for your relationship. I talked about that earlier, about how you got to date every day. You got to fight every day for your relationship. And fighting looks different for every single person. But you got to be willing to do it. And if you don't, you're only going to get the results of the stuff that you actually truly put in. And the problem is, is when we ignore certain levels of things, that's when the destruction occurs. And I'll be honest with you, to me, that destruction really comes from buffering. And, and I think a lot of that is something that we have to learn to work through. And I've learned to work through it in therapy. You know, the buffering to want to have a false pleasure source to maintain a current lifestyle or desire bigger and better all the time. Maybe you want to have a bigger house or a fancier car or, you know, more money in the bank. And you think those who have that are living a pretty fantastic life. But most of the time, they're doing just as much buffering as you're doing. And that's tough because we don't see that until you're truly able to become raw with yourself, raw with others, and see that most people that have all the stuff that I just talked about 
are probably more empty on the inside than we ever could imagine. And they are living in a world that for them is just as painful as the one that we are. And the reason it's painful is because our brains have evolved to seek safety and maintain status quo to remain safe. And so when we leave our comforts, and we all have our comforts, we feel very exposed and vulnerable when we are in these positions. But I urge you to go into the world that maybe let's just call it a cave, right? It's caveless. Our caves are what we crawl back into. Our vaults are what we crawl back into when we're struggling. But if you can figure out a way to have a world that's caveless, that's not filled with uncertainty and doubt, you have a much better way of having a happier, healthier life. Sometimes we don't know which way to go. And we don't know if we'll ever find another vault or another cave that we can climb into. We never really know what's around the next corner. But we do understand the dangers that we've now exposed ourselves to. And this is when our brain starts going into a panic mode that's designed for survival, which is survival mode. And when you go into survival mode, it makes things tougher to understand. But it also helps you anticipate dangers that are right around the corner for you. I know this all too well firsthand, and it's what has gotten me to the point that I'm at today that I'm able to actually have an adult conversation about this because of the way that I've actually been able to feel. So let's talk real quick about when I say the way I feel. Once you're able to better manage and tolerate the resilience that comes with doing things over and over again and grinding through life and grinding through experiences because of the rawness you might not want to ever leave the current job that you're in because of the vulnerability or relationship. You become, you know, it's just easier to be complacent in it. There's comfort in that, right? This is absolutely not healthy. But some people will say that and they have a lot of validity in saying that. But let me tell you something. When you've reached the promised land, by taking the long journey and nudging yourself outside of your comfort zone, this is the most beautiful thing I'm telling you you're ever going to do. I'm not suggesting that we should always go into the next thing, just bounce, bounce, bounce. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is we have to urge to not buffer, to not hide, and not expand because of fear. And I'm thankful for the work that I've done in my life because honestly, I think it's gotten me to this point today because I truly think my calling is to help urge and nudge people who don't feel as though they can get over the step and help them get a better life. I'll be honest with you. I have a completely low tolerance for buffering or BS anymore. I have a low tolerance for ignoring myself. And what is required of me to achieve my next level goal or version. This is why I've started up the podcast again. And I want to become a life coach and help others live their best lives. I want to be a worker that comes to work every single day trying to get you to be the best version of you.
And I do believe that I have a lot to offer because of life experiences that I have lived and the stuff that I have been through in my life to look at you and say, we will get through this together because I can share my experiences and I can share what's going on in my life or has gone on in my life in order for you to feel better about what's possibly going on in yours. When we come back right after this, I'm going to talk a little bit more about my best life and how I want to help you live yours. We will be back right after this. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never in My Wildest Dream podcast. Let's keep hitting here on the best life, our best life, what our best life looks like. You know, and one thing that I think is important for us to kind of talk about is the confidence that we have to have in order for us to live our best life. And, you know, there's this confident, cocky conversation you always have as a player, right? As a coach, you know, you need to be confident, not cocky. And I think they go hand in hand. I think if you're good enough at what you do in life, you should have the right to be a little cocky. I'm not saying be completely cocky, but if you're good enough to walk in the room and own the room, there's some swagger with that. And that's okay. I, I am a firm believer in swagger, but we got to challenge ourselves daily. And I'm going to talk to you about challenging yourself daily. You have to want the highest quality of you every single day, the most creativity out of you every single day. And we have to challenge ourselves more. Why? Because we have to fail more. We have to struggle more. We have to want to get more out of ourselves every single day because if you don't, you're just destroying what God gave you and you're destroying yourself every single day. I see this all the time as a teacher, all the time. It's easier for them not to get out of themselves what they should every single day. The best version of my life the best version in a single area of my life, all I can ask to do is be happy with what I have. Be extremely excited for what I have. You know, and I'll be open and honest. Recently, I've been struggling with some things professionally for me. Ernie Johnson talked to the Alabama football team a couple years ago, and, and he shared with them the struggles of his son and the ability that he has a high profile job on TNT an NBA broadcaster every single night. Sounds like a great job, right? He misses a lot of family time, missed a lot with his son. But the thing he said that's most profound to me and stuck with me in the last 48 hours, 72 hours that I've been struggling is I don't have to go to work to every day. I get to go to work every day. That's a different mindset. I believe that I'm here for a reason. I believe that somewhere an invitation was put upon me to be in the current seat that I'm sitting in, helping those that I'm helping with the ability to obtain another invitation to help even more. And if I don't look at it as I get to go to work, I have to go to work. I'm going to have a completely different approach when I sit down in my seat to teach my kids every single day in class. Because I'm going to look at it as a problem more than I'm looking at it as an opportunity. Has it taken me a long time to get to this point? Yes. Am I completely comfortable in saying exactly what I just said to you? No. 
it's what I need to do. I'm still reiterating it to myself, but that's just part of the growth. That's part of having setbacks and struggles and not being the best version of yourself every single day. You got to keep talking to yourself into things and you got to keep telling yourself, we're going to be better at this today than we were yesterday. That's how it all comes true. But the question I have for you is what are you willing to go through in order to get what you truly want? What level of failure are you allowing yourself to get to to get to what you truly want and it's going to make you happy? I'm not talking about ambition. I'm not talking about pushing yourself for the sake of proving something to the world. I do that all the time. I want to prove you wrong. Hell with that. Let's start proving people right. Let's talk about the chance of giving yourself love to say, I can do this because. So for me, going through heartbreaking and troubling circumstances and choices that I made that were just completely painful, when I listened to my true desires through those journeys, the fight to get back to the seat that I'm sitting in today was completely well worth it. And I want you to think about a quote I'm getting ready to ask you. Is your future going to be better than your past? And what are you willing to do to make your future better than your past? Ask yourself this other question. What are you truly capable of? And as you meditate and think about it, I want you to think about what comes up to you in your mind when I ask that question. Are you willing? Are you able? Are you courageous enough to hear the answer to the question that you're asking yourself? And if you are, I promise you that you're going to have a storm of opinions and feelings of other people saying you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. I don't know if that's a healthy choice. I don't know if you should become an entrepreneur and open your own company. A lot of risk. You're right. There is a lot of risk. It's a hell of a lot of reward, too. Are you willing to take the societal norms and just completely squash them and not listen to them? Because that's what's going to take in order for you to be comfortable in your own skin. That's fine. Are you willing to do it, though? There it comes back to that question. Are you willing to do it? I challenge you in listening to what I'm talking about. Listen to your heart's deepest desire and notice what you're afraid of. You don't have to take action. You just have to go through the process of understanding what it is that you're actually afraid of. What are you afraid to do? You want to know what I found out? I find out that my heart is going to be so hard into everything that I do moving forward that it's going to become stronger and heal every single day. Because I refuse to ever be the version of the person that I was in my past life. Absolutely refuse. I'm going to open myself up for failure. I'm going to open up myself for the deepest, hardest, most beautiful, successful life that I ever wanted. The best connections with relationships that I've ever wanted. But I'm only able to do this because of the vulnerability that I'm putting myself open to. And the questions that I'm willing to ask myself on a regular basis. One of my favorite quotes that I've been reading 
right now is from Tim Grover. Tim Grover was Michael Jordan's mental coach, strength coach, Kobe Bryant's, Tom Brady's. If you think the cost of winning is high, wait until you get the bill from regret. I think there's a lot to that. Because in life, you're either going to live with the pain of regret for not listening to yourself, the pain of hangovers after buffering, the pain of lethargy because you're not allowing your life to flow the way that it's truly there and the pain of not living your very best life. So the question I have for you as we end up episode number one of 2023, who's coming with you? Who wants to live their best life with you? Are you going to go to war with those people every single day and for them every single day? Because remember, people are going to criticize us for the choices that we're making, the steps that we're taking, but only our heart and loved ones are going to truly know the direction and the road by which we drive down. I hope everybody got something out of this today. I really look forward to having this conversation with you guys and getting this out there because it's extremely important to me to start this off the right way and say that my best life is the version that I'm currently living. I hope everybody has a great week. My goal is to have an episode out every single week so I can touch you guys and hopefully help you have a better week and just a little facet of your life. I hope you enjoyed listening to Never My Wildest Dreams podcast. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys next week. Until then, have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week.